0: i uh, fine walk,
1: Holmes. How do you feel now? I haven't tired you, I hope. No, 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 no. I'm feeling much better at the exercise, Watson. I must admit, I wasn't all that keen on coming down here for a week when you suggested it, but I can see that you were wise. I've got my appetite back.
0: Oh, there's our inn, a bunch of grapes down there in the valley. A gentle stroll back down there, and I admit I'll be ready for dinner also. And after a, a game of darts, dominoes, or shove a hapenny, in an early night. Uh, Yes, this is the life, Holmes, country, where nothing ever
2: happens. We present... The stories of Sherlock Holmes.
3: Tonight, The Runaway Runner.
0: Not all the cases I've had the pleasure of reporting for Sherlock Holmes have been born of murder and mayhem. There have been intriguing ones of international importance, and all have had criminal connections. But there are several that stay in my mind for a different reason. They were refreshingly amusing. Of course, we took them seriously at the time, but distance has lent them an old fashioned enchantment. One such case is when I called the runaway runner. This was in the spring of 1887, when Holmes had been overworking, and I insisted that we got out of London for a week. We put up at a country pub in the village of Little Peatfield. The sitting was a delightful part of Kent. The bunch of grapes was the most comfortable inn, where the food was delectable and the landlord gregarious.
3: Ah, there we are, gents. Baking kidney and mushroom pie. Homegrown peas and potatoes baked in their jackets. Now that, dear, looks and smells quite splendid, landlord. Oh, so call me Reg, Mr. Holmes. Not often we have famous guests like yourself and Dr. Watson to have to do our best for you. That and a pint of bitter, and you'll be sleeping like a baby tonight.
1: Oh, we're both feeling
0: considerably better for our few days here, Reg. Holmes is looking more of his old self. And as for me... Well, I must start watching my weight. You know, you really feed us too well.
3: Nothing like homegrown food. I'll be fetching you some cheese and coffee later on. You've
1: been out uh, getting some exercise, have you? Good. Uh, Very fine walking district. The scenery is quite beautiful. Um, But uh, speaking of exercise, I notice that you have a sort of cinder track along the back of the stables. What is that used
3: for? Oh, might have known you'd spot that sooner or later. The fact is that the Hawks with Handicap is about to be held in these parts this weekend. Harry is, you know, local runners from all over Kent. I can tell you he doesn't half draw in the crowds on a Saturday and Sunday afternoon. Yeah,
0: very good for business,
3: eh, Rich? <laughs> oh, that it is. Yeah,
0: since we've become such good
3: friends, like, I don't mind passing you the tip. The Greeks has got his own man in the race. Lives right here, top floor back. Young Fred Forbes. Frisky Fred, some of the folks calls him. Been in training since the beginning of the year. Of course, we have to keep it a bit uh, secret-like. Why a secret, Fred? The odds, of course. But you mean? People bet on these races? (laughs) Oh, Lord bless you, of course. You'll be surprised the money that passes hands in the horse with handicap. I've got a pretty packet on our Fred, I can tell you. I know all the other entries and Fred will leave them standing. But we are showing them off. There are spies from the Three Bells over in Great Wheatfield who try and catch him at practice, but we're onto that. Fred's got a trainer, John Delaney, an international man, lots of sprinters in America. Knows what he's doing, reckons he has Alfred in peak form. So you hope to make some money this weekend? Well, I don't see how we can miss. Look, Mr. Holmes, there's a fellow called Doug Dawson from Great Wheatfield who's running a book. He may be in here later on, in the bar... I think you can get about ten to one on our Fred.
0: How about having a little flutter? Oh,
1: Reg, I'm not a betting
0: man. Oh, come on, Holmes. We're having a few days off. I think it's a splendid idea.
1: I'll, uh,
0: I'll wager a guinea on him if you're sure you'll pull it off, Reg. Oh,
3: easy. No trouble. Look, you'll meet them all and Fred himself in the bar parlor after you've finished your meal. Now, what about it? Oh, very well. I'll be guided by you and Watson. That's a ticket. Now, I'll go and get you your (laughs) tea.
0: And so we looked forward to a light-hearted evening in the bar parlor. It was crowded with locals, and we were soon aware that the pale young man sitting at the bar nursing a mild and bitter was Fred Forbes, the man we were to bet on. He didn't look particularly impressive. In fact, he was decidedly miserable, and the locals were ribbing him about it. <laughs> oh, now, come on, Fred, pull yourselves
3: together. You gotta get things straight. First things first. She ain't important. She is to me. more Gosport is everything to me.
2: Fred, you should pay hard. More than someone else's girl. She told you so herself, didn't she? Yeah, I know,
3: but that's what makes it worse. Who'd she turn you down for, Fred? Oh, she wouldn't say. Just said she loved another, and I don't know who. It doesn't matter who she is. The point is that you mustn't let this depress you. You got a big race on at the weekend. That's the important thing to concentrate on. Right. Sitting there like a lovesick cow doesn't help at all. Think about your running, my boy. I haven't been training you all these months in order to have you go all sloppy. No, Johnny's right, Fred. You must throw off this depression and get on with training. Uh, that choice. is the truth. Nothing about us. Oh, we've been behind you all the time. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it hasn't anything to do with my running the race. But it has. I know, athletes. The mental attitude is of great importance. <laughs> Fancy this happening at a time like this. Mind you, it'd be even worse if Maud accepted you and began no going out with you. You don't need a woman in your life at a time like this. You need all your strength and your legs. I'll be all
2: right. Of course
3: you will. I've no point, Fred, and forget <laughs> it. That's right. Oh, here are my two star guests, Mr. Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Ah. Cover me, look proud. Now they drink on the house. Folks, yes. one on the house for
0: Fred and the big race.
2: Oh, We've never done that before. have never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a oh, yeah, Thank you
0: very much. <laughs> it was a very merry evening. Under the hearty atmosphere, even Fred Forbes cheered up. The bookie from the other village failed to put in an appearance, however, and after Reg had called time, gentlemen, please, for at least 20 minutes, the bar closed and we went to bed. Holmes and I spent the next morning together, once again, walking the hills, and it seemed natural enough to join the locals in the bar at lunchtime. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything to your liking, Rich? How's Fred this morning? Oh, seems a bit more cheerful.
3: He's out with John Delaney, putting in a bit of midday practice on the Sunday tracks. Then a trot around the backfields. The odds on him at the moment are about uh, 12 to 1. Reckon Sammy Grimes to the three bells in Great Wheatfield is a favourite. Ah, but he don't stand a chance. Get a 12 to 1 bet on, Mr. Holmes. Doug Dawson's bound to be in tonight, seeing as how he missed last night. Here. What are you talking about, John? What's the matter? It's Fred.
2: He's, he's run out on us. He's just
3: bolted. I looked everywhere. He's gone. No, no. What? Just a minute. What do you mean he's gone? You were out there taking him for a lunchtime practice. Ah. How can you have lost him? Don't make no sense at all. I went out with him. Down beyond the Clicker run. We were just about to do the trot around the backfields when Fred... Well, he says he's feeling a bit chilly due to the wind picking up. Well, he was sweating a bit, and I, I thought maybe he'd get getting a kill, so I come back to get a jersey for him. Well, he left it on the back doors. But then when I went back to the lane where I left him, he wasn't there by the fence. I've been all over the village. No one's seen him. He must have decided to cut and run. I don't believe it. Fred wouldn't do a thing like that. He did, I he's I here somewhere.
1: Let's all go looking for him. That's a
2: bloody good idea.
3: Just, uh, just one moment.
1: Just one moment. If I might be allowed to work. Hang on, hang on. If you all go tramping around the place, you could destroy any clues as to what has happened. I think that this should be gone about in a more scientific manner, don't you?
3: Mr. Holmes
2: is right. He's used to this sort of problem.
1: Oh, what do you suggest? Oh, have got to find
3: him. If he's backed off and decided he won't run in the handicap, then I stand to lose a fortune.
1: Mr. Holmes, do you think you can find well, him? Let's take one step at a time. There may be a perfectly simple explanation to all this. Now... I suggest you all go about your business keeping your eyes and ears open, but your mouths tightly closed. I take it that everyone in here wants Fred to run on Saturday. Well then, it is essential that his disappearance is not made known to the other runners or their sponsors. Otherwise Fred could well find his name scratched from the race, isn't that so?
2: And so you must
1: remain quiet in the hope that he is found and able to take place in the event. Now, please let us disperse quite quietly. Say nothing of this. Make discreet inquiries, and if you find out anything, report back to Reg here. Otherwise, go about your work and try to appear unconcerned. Now, will you do that? Good. And come, Watson, we have work to do.
0: Holmes, oh, do you think there's anything in this? I mean, surely it's hardly worth all this fuss. Fred Forbes must turn up very soon. Something can't have happened, though. Not at midday in the heart of the Kentish countryside.
1: No, one never knows, Watson. Our good landlord is right when he says that quite a lot of money is invested by the local people in this young man. He must have an active opposition who stands to gain from his disappearance. You mean he may have been
0: hobbled by someone with loyalty to another runner? I cannot believe there's been
1: foul play. An abduction. Yes, something like that. Ah, look. This is the end of the cinder track and see. Here in the earth is the impression of footprints. Spikes. Fred was wearing spiked running shoes. Now, one doesn't go for a casual walk around the lanes in those sort of shoes. Now, here's the fence where John Delaney left him, and the spiked footprints continue along here until... Uh, wait, wait. One moment. What, what have we here? Well, it's a, a scrap of material. Uh, it's more than that. It's a handkerchief. A woman's handkerchief. And the initials upon it read M.G. M.G.? Maude Gosport. The girl. Yes. so so in love with. Yes, very likely, Watson, Very likely. Yes, I think we must take this as evidence, but even more important is that... Over here, look at this. Ah, Clear signs of a struggle here on the grass on the other side of the gate. And, and, and here are a few drops of blood. I'm afraid Watson, there uh, has been some form of foul play after all.
0: I was appalled at the idea that there could have been any kind of violence used in the disappearance of Fred Forbes. It seemed so unnecessary. After all, it it was just a simple village race, and the stakes couldn't have been that high. It simply wasn't worth it. But, as Holmes had said on many an occasion, people do strange things for the smallest of motives. And having got this far, we had to follow up on the clues we had obtained. Holmes insisted that the trail must lead us to Great Wheatfield and to the Three Bells Inn. This, we knew, was the headquarters of the rival Harriers, it was some miles across the fields, and we were sorely in need of refreshment when we arrived. We were in luck, because it was clear that serving behind the bar was the girl we
1: wished to question.
2: Any hey, more? for There's customers waiting. All right, all right. What will you have, gent?
1: Two draft beers, please. Thank you. All oh, righty-ho.
2: You're new round here, aren't you?
1: Oh, just a few days walking in the district, staying over at the bunch of grapes in the other village.
2: Oh. How oh, are you?
1: It's only about excitement at the weekend when the uh, Hawksworth Handicap takes place. The local folk are actually placing bets, I believe. That's right. Anyone you fancy?
2: Oh, we got our fellow here. Sammy Grimes. He's a favourite.
1: What about Fred Forbes? Frisky Forbes, they call him at our inn. Do you fancy his chances?
2: Who? Oh, uh... Oh, uh... Oh, I, I ain't never even heard of him. Can't help you. Don't take much notice in these things. It's not sophisticated enough for a girl like me, you understand? Oh, there
1: you are. Now, here we are. Now, keep the change. Oh.
2: Oh, very much. Oh, here's Doug Dawson. If you want to know more about that stupid race, you better ask him. Good well, afternoon, gents. Who did I hear you showing an interest in the Walksworth handicap? That's right. My friend and I are staying in the other village. Ah, uh, the grapes, are you? <laughs> well, now you should know
1: all about the race. Then they've got an outsider of their own. Mm, yes, that's right. I'm just talking to your barmaid about him, Fred Forbes. Eh, uh,
2: don't stand a chance. On our books, he's out to 15 to 1. Really? Hmm. You know, I
1: uh, wouldn't mind a mild flutter myself.
2: Hey. <laughs> well, uh, I'm the bookie. I'll take your bets. Uh, Doug Dawson's my name, and I'd be happy to accommodate you, my friend. I think
1: I'll take a couple of guineas on Fred Forbes.
2: Oh. What about you, Watson? Oh, and make mine a fiver. Oh, <laughs> mighty interesting. Uh, it's a pity to take your money, but I will. Uh, I'll just get my book and write out your bets, um, It's been very nice meeting you, gentlemen. (laughs) And I doubt if we'll be meeting again, because you certainly won't be coming over here to collect your winnings. (laughs) uh, Now, let me give you your receipt and your slips. Uh, Oh, get my betting book, will you, please, Wardy?
0: After we left the three bells, Holmes insisted that we walk the long way back to Little Wheatfield. This meant going by what was known as the lower end. It was obviously the poorer part of the village. Holmes showed an active interest in all the buildings, and particularly in a row of cottages in the road that led to the open countryside.
1: Yes. Most interesting, Watson, look Mm -hmm. over there, that row of houses. Two shops on either end, and three Ah. houses in the middle. Yes each house bears the sign for sale or rent
0: yes 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 so but what's so unusual about it
1: the name of the agent watson d dawson our bookmaker friend is also a dealer in property yes. that's very interesting now, shall we walk round the back of those houses we will not be more than a few minutes out of our way we can't obtain an order to view well, i suppose we can if you're interested but why now reason it out watson Small gusport is clearly feeling very guilty because she even denied knowing fred forbes Mr. it's the talk of the whole district that she's rejected his amorous advances for another. She must know far more than she's saying. And she's a great friend of Doug Dawson, who's running a book on the race and is sponsoring the favourite, Sammy Grimes. Her handkerchief is found near. What is most likely the scene of Fred's abduction. Now, if you kidnapped a healthy young man and wished to keep him a prisoner for over 24 hours, where would you choose to hide him? Holmes, oh, you you don't mean in, in one of these houses. Do you think of a better place? And my guess would be this one, Watson, the middle one. And why? Because even if he was able to cry for help, the houses on either side empty. I should think ideal. Now, oh, here we are, the back gate to the garden. Yes. Oh, the gate is open. And the way the grass is laid flat on the other side, it's quite clear that it's been used recently. Now, Why? Anyone wishing to enter the house would surely get a key and go in the front. Yes, I think we're decidedly on the right track. If you're right, if Freddy is trapped in that place, yeah. what are we to do? Break it. Not at the moment, Watson. That doesn't suit our plans at all, no. No, we go back to the bunch of grapes and hold a council of war with our worthy landlord, Reg. We shall need his cooperation if the tables are to be turned in a satisfactory way. Yes, come on, Watson, let's step it out.
3: Just a minute, Mr. Holmes, oh, just a minute. you mean to tell me that you found
1: Fred? I cannot be sure, but I think so, yes. Say, and that that fat swine Dawson is behind it all. That he has spirited
3: Fred away and holding him against his
1: will. Well, again, I cannot be sure, but I think so. That certainly the girl Maude Gosport is implicated. The
3: little lassie, where do I get
1: my hands on those two? No, 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 Reg, that's quite the wrong approach. If we're to get Fred back and defeat these people, we must be very subtle about it. Now, to start with, have you got anything like a closed carriage, a pony and trap, horse and cart which, that Watson and I can borrow this evening? Oh, there's
3: an old landau carriage out in the stables. You can put both hoods up. Old oh, Bessie, the mayor, she'll pull it for you, all right? Done it many a time. Well,
1: that sounds ideal. Good. Watson will be able to drive it, I'm sure. Yes, yes, I can tackle that. Right. Now, Reg, you must stay here and wait. Watson and I will go out for the horse and carriage once it's getting dusk. We shall not be back until after dark. But when we return, we hope to have Fred with us. Now... It's most important that no one knows of this. You must not discuss this with anyone. Not with your wife, or with Fred's trainer, John Delaney. With no one, you understand? Bridge
0: helped us harness the old mare up to the rather dilapidated Landor, and at dusk, I drove it by the back lanes into the lower end. It was easily tethered in the lane at the back of the empty houses, and Holmes and I slipped through the creaking gate and into the back garden of the middle house.
1: Look, Watson, the window on the first floor... There's a faint chink of light showing from the corner of the blind. That means we're right. There must be someone in that room, and it's simply got to be Fred. Well, Holmes, what do we do? Uh, uh, How do we get at him? Well, my guess is he won't be alone. There'll be someone in there guarding him, seeing as he doesn't get away. Uh, Are you ready for a little rough action, Watson? I still have the writing crop, Holmes. I think a straight left might be more effective. Uh, Stand back. I I have a large rock. From that wall, I'm going to toss it through the ground floor window. If that doesn't bring him out, nothing will. Hold on. Here it goes.
2: What the devil? Who did this? Who's there? Oh,
1: get him, Watson. Get him. Right. Good man. You grasped him with a lovely right hook. Here, help me get him inside. He's out of cold. Come on. Uh, 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 I think we can leave him here for a bit. Let's get up to Fred. Fred, Fred, are you all
0: right? Fred, I know. No, no, uh, let me help. He's he's all right. She's he's just just gagged, uh, and his and he's. i uh, 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 Better.
1: better. Uh, Oh, thanks. Thank you, Dr. Watson. I will soon get you out of here. Are you sure you're not harmed in any way? No, no, no. I'm all right. I don't know what all this means. The fellow who was guarding me, Pete he wouldn't say. Just, just gag me when I wouldn't stop talking. He's a bullying oaf. Where is he? Watson nothing in cold. Don't bother about him. We're going to give him a taste of his own medicine. Bring him up here and leave him trussed and gagged like you've been. With a bit of luck, no one will find him until after the race tomorrow. Now, come on, Fred. Let's get you out of here. That's it. And then, Watson, we will attend to the man, Pete Higgs. Are you ready? We got Fred down onto the land door and
0: put the hoods up. Then we made sure that Pete Higgs was securely tied on the bed we'd taken Fred from. And after that, it was easy to urge the mayor to trot back to the bunch of grapes, where Reg was more than delighted to welcome us.
3: You did it! You did it! Oh, Fred, my boy, what an adventure. Are you sure you're all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine, Reg.
1: Give me a full meal in the night's sleep and I'll be as good as new... But I still don't know how it all happened. Well, you'd better be prepared for a nasty shock. You see, the man behind it all is your own trainer, John Delaney. What? Of course. He arranged it all. I was suspicious from the moment he said he left you to come back here for a jersey. Now, what trainer would leave a sweating man out there in the cold? Then I did some more checking up. Delaney is the man Maude Gosport referred to you, Fred. What? Uh, I'm afraid it's true. She was swept off her feet by him. Even to the extent of joining in the plan. She wrote you a note asking you to meet her at the end of the cinder track, didn't she? Then, when Delaney left you, she lured you into the lane where Pete Higgs and Dawson started on you. You put up a fight and drew blood with your spikes, but they abducted you. Well, we managed to beat them.
3: Uh, now the thing is, can you beat the rest of them tomorrow afternoon?
0: You'll have to run the race of your life, Fred. It was quite remarkable that somehow, the news was kept a secret in the district until the runners were announced for the big race the following afternoon. There was a gasp of surprise when Fred Forbes appeared looking smart and fresh for the event. A large crowd, including Holmes and me, gathered at the start.
2: On your Yes, sir! go! Oh.
0: There was never any doubt about it. Great Forbes took off like a flash of lightning and headed the field all the way, won by a clear six paces from the next man. jubilation and the bunch of grapes that evening knew no bounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, Watson, I'm a most
2: satisfactory end to our short holiday. Listen again next Sunday to The Stories of Sherlock Holmes with Graham Armitage's Holmes and Kerry Jordan as Dr. Watson.